The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. You're listening to Very Loose Women. Welcome to Very Loose Women. You're listening to Resonance 104.4 FM. My name's Catherine. Leonor. Emma. And we like to pick a different topic each week. And this week, I think we're going to be talking about bodily functions and how we feel about them. I think this topic, both of you are very keen on doing this as something that we would want to actually broadcast to the whole of London. Why is that? I think it's really important, but also just from my personal life. I poo. No, it's it's because um, so when I was growing up, I was actually really scatologically obsessed, and my whole family would like make fun of that. Like I would just talk about poo a lot, um, and like different like ways that it looks and stuff. So you've just found it intellectually and visually interesting for quite a long time. <laughs> That's a topic. Yeah, you could say that, Catherine. <laughs> what about you, Anna? Um, I yeah no, I'm not particularly obsessed with my own defecation. Um, I just think it's kind of interesting because it's still something people are very embarrassed about. But the other thing is, is that I find it really funny. Like a, I don't know why that is, probably because it's taboo, but I find talking about poo really funny all the time. Yeah, so I think the two are very linked, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And maybe we can explore that a bit in the show. Um, so to start off, do you have a gripe of the week? Because we normally do a gripe. Does it have to be a poo-related gripe? Because actually I've it been pooing be. really well this week and I've been... I bought. So you've got a mini celebration of the week, <laughs> what, is what you're saying. What a, what a, a boast. I bought some corn for the first time. You know that um, meat replacement stuff? Yes. In And it's gluten-free and it like looks like chicken slices. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's been making me poo fabulously. Wonderful. Champion poo. We'll give you a gold star for that. Um, I would say my gripe of the week is toilet related and we can get on with this later but I work in an office where the toilets don't have any fans or windows so there's no air circulation Mm. but they do have radiators so imagine what that's like at the end of the day in this weather when the radiators are on it's like walking in an oven it's so disgusting you can just taste everything Taste, yeah, like because the air is thick with yeah, the scent. If your mouth's mm. open. Just think about that. Like hygienically, fresh air is really important for. Just Our toilet at work is the same. We, there's no ventilation. Yeah, I've always had such luck with loose. Onto our main topic, which is obviously bodily function. I wanted to start off by just asking a general question around whether you feel that you are particularly open about your own bodily functions. And I think Leo, you've kind of answer that already but is that just in your family like what about in other forums of your kind I of think, life I think it is uh, specifically with my family and then also I've been sort of like been very public just generally um, but then I think that where I stop that is like with friends I'll be very open about it and to like see like looks of disgust uh, which I kind of enjoy, I guess. Um, <laughs> That's the hint to stop talking. Have you but ever then, got to that stage with us? Because I don't think I'm disgusted that easily. Uh, when when you talk about your aliens, I get disgusted. <laughs> yeah. Aliens are these things that live in <laughs> Leo's armpit. Anyway, that's not scatological. I think in terms of um, work, I don't. 
go on so much about I'm like more cautious about periods and poos like I'll still talk about it like I'll still say oh I'm not feeling very well today because of my digestive system which is like saying I have diarrhea but I wouldn't actually say that I have diarrhea but that's a nice euphemism as well and why can't you just say I've got diarrhea mm. Do you know, yesterday I was in this like health food shop near my house and for some reason I found it really funny that um, a woman came in and like gave quite a lot of detail about the fact that her husband had diarrhea and was like really chatting to people in the shop being like, what could I buy him? Because this has given him <laughs> diarrhea, that's given him diarrhea and like just very like openly and I thought it's quite a funny, like you know when people have children, they get really into talking about mm. like they're like, oh he's on a big poo like, and they just think that's normal to say and you're like, that's why do I want to hear about your baby's poo? Like, that's weird. Mm. But I, I noticed baby's that, yeah. poos actually gross me out more than adult poos. It is disgusting. But, mm. but why? But yeah, no, it smells. But like, I realized that I was thinking about it and I was like talking about other people, you know, talking about your baby and people who have children, like suddenly like lose inhibitions talking about that kind of thing because they're like, oh, he's done a healthy poo or like, oh, he's not pooed in a week or whatever. You know, like they think it's okay to talk about and whatever. But I realized that when I was living in Bristol and I was like uh, taking care of some some baby lambs, I got really into talking about their pooing habits because, like, I was concerned about their health quite a lot, mm. and like, I didn't really know what was normal and whatever. And it's I would a good just be indicator. like, but I would just be like, oh yeah, he's done kind of a runny poo, like, and I would just talk about it quite openly and realize that's what like most people do. Most adults might do talking about their own babies, but mm. it was the lambs for me. But definitely my own, like, I don't know, shitting habits. I don't discuss anywhere near as much as the lambs. What I really like is, so when I got back from Madagascar, I had a really bad stomach problem that was unidentifiable. And I was really worried that it was linked to lemurs licking my hand and then I somehow like absorb something lemury. Um, which <laughs> Always possible, guys. Rather than like maybe then putting your own hand in your mouth or something. <laughs> yeah, That no, might be more, you know, the continuation of that. Anyway, so I was worried that I had some tropical disease that no one knew about. Um, so when I went to get poo tests, I was actually re- really reassured that they were like looking at something that was coming directly out of my body and analysing it. And you I like had a blood poo test? I've had quite a lot of poo tests. Did you get to see your own, like, did you look at your own poo? What happened? I wasn't doing the analysing. You I had, just, to, I just had, had to poo, poo in a pot. In a pot and, and then give it to them. them. That's yeah. so interesting. I've never done that. And it was like at that time, a really like light shade, like yellowy. Good. Get extra detail. You, That's what we're talking about, have... though. Share those details. So yeah. Don't be ashamed. The health stuff is really interesting mm. because I don't remember at school people saying this is a warning sign or this isn't a warning sign. I kind of only remember, you know, my mum and dad maybe saying, oh, you must make sure that you're not like straining or, you know, you must tell us if like you've got like diarrhea or something. Mm. But I don't ever remember someone saying this is something to look out for. So one of um, my friends had really bad um, stomach pains in the evening, especially after dinner, kind of between like six and ten in the evening. And she was saying like, I've got, you know, this really bad pain. It won't go away. She went to the doctor and the doctor asked a few questions and said, you know, how often do you go? And she was like, oh, it's, you know, just the same as usual. It's like, it's not changed. It's totally regular. But that was like literally once a week. And actually that was causing a lot of problems. But she hadn't even, it hadn't even occurred to her that that might be a bit of an issue down the line because she had no concept that that is not the same for a lot of people out there. Because no one talks about how, how often yeah, they go to the toilet. Exactly. How often do you guys go to the toilet? So I was like, you know... I, really, I don't know. Every day, definitely every yeah, day. Every like day a day that I wouldn't go would be like, that would be me saying I'm really constipated. And it's pretty much like clockwork. It's after that coffee at work, like 11 in the morning, everyone at work goes to the loo at 11. It's like always locked up because, you know, you've eaten, you've had your coffee, whatever. But she was like, how do you make time every single day to go to the toilet? I do <laughs> mind. But she must 
must have been having like a real like if it's saved up for a whole week, she's probably sat there for a long time. Like, it's, do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, as yeah. opposed to like the average person who maybe goes once every day or whatever, like yeah. it's going to be less of a stress. And I think it is different for everyone. And some people maybe that is just a totally normal thing, and it doesn't really pose a problem. But equally, you know, if you um, are sort of having that kind of experience and you don't have a sort of benchmark for what the average person might expect, then how do you know if something is potentially a problem or needs fixing? I thought it was interesting earlier about your friend who just finds it really boring to go to the loo because... I don't, like, when when you go to the loo, what do you do? Like, it is quite a boring thing to do. Cause Did you say your friend found it really boring? I think it was more like she didn't understand how we could possibly make the time, time and how it. that must be quite irritating. Like, it's something yeah. that takes up time in your day. Oh, my God, how do you get any work done? For me, it's such a nice break. So I think what you're kind of driving at is like it's like alone time mm. doing something and it's yeah it's a bodily function. Do you use your phone on the loo? Yes. Yeah, Always. yeah, I do. <laughs> Send texts, read some news. I think that's fine. Sometimes I wonder like how hygienic it is. Mm. Or like where do I you know when you're doing I don't know wiping or whatever like where do you put your phone? Maybe you'll get in the same you know there's there's a couple of things to worry about when you bring your phone to a toilet. Before I've got a wipe situation, I'll use the phone. I wouldn't mix up the phone in any kind of, you know... Well, you wouldn't wipe your mum with No, but I'm just saying, where do you put your phone at that point? No, it's still in my bag. On the side. Do you always bring a bag to the toilet, though? Well, at I home, don't, but... In your if, bathroom. If I'm at work, I often do, um, so that I can take my phone, but it doesn't look weird. Because I think it looks a bit weird if you go in a bathroom, just you and a phone. Would you ever take a newspaper <laughs> at work? Would you ever be like, got no. a newspaper, bring it into the toilet? No, I think that's like, it would just look really obvious that you're really constipated or just taking a piss. How do you feel about loo books? Like people who keep books next to the loo in the house? I never know. Is it a joke or is it serious? Like, are they just there for a joke? They're not there for a joke. I we always, we there, always people have, have joke no. books where it's like, or like copies of my like family and country magazine or something really stupid. My family have always had books in the toilet because like they just love to read books while they're like on the toilet. Like that's what they do. But I don't generally long, do that. We had, how like, long a, are you there but for? But I think the thing is, like, let's say you're there for like a couple of minutes or whatever, right? You can just sit and read and then you can like finish doing whatever you're doing toilet wise, but like you can just still sit there and read. Like you can that's that's private time when no one can distract you because the door is locked yeah. to the bathroom. I, I like the private time and I, I like sitting and thinking and not necessarily doing anything, but being by myself where no one can see me and feeling like the outside world can't come in. And I think that a lot of people have that. Like they go to the toilets like, you know, you're on a date. Uh, or you're with your friends and you're like, I'm going to go to the loo and you go with like your female friend and it's like a private space. Or you go to like hide from people. You're like, oh, I'm really stressed at work. I'm going to go to the loo. Like it feels like a safe space where you can go and be by yourself. Maybe. When I was growing up, I always shared a room with my sister. And then afterwards we moved into like a very small flat. Uh, so it was like 70 square meters and there were four of us plus a cat and I used to actually use the loo a lot as a kind of a place just to go and hide and to have some time to myself mm -hmm. for a while I had like my chick living in the loo as well so I got to like spend some time with my chick your chick like a pet chick yeah I had a pet chick um, and we also had like the entire collection of peanuts of like my dad in the 70s had bought these like you know the Snoopy yeah. comics um, and they were just like black and white really beautiful illustrations and I would just ever since I've been a kid they've always been in the, the different loos in the different houses we've lived in and I've always just sat and read Peanuts in the loo they must be the least hygienic Snoopy comics <laughs> well that's the thing I think about as well like how hygienic is it having these books in your toilet but then it's nice to have something to read what about material? hygiene generally like do you find 
using things like public toilets quite stressful do you worry about that is there a type of toilet that you would look for or that makes you feel comfortable or are you just not bothered by that kind of thing I definitely don't care. I love using public toilets. I find it kind of strange <laughs> when people don't because I feel like you can use that toilet. Like, let's say it's kind of like, let's say you go in there, you like, I don't know. I feel like we need to talk about what vocabulary we're using for this episode. I'm going to say defecate for this particular okay, instance. Okay, good one. Because yeah. otherwise, I'm, I'm more likely I'd be like to, likely to swear. So I, I'm gone. Yeah, I've gone with that one. But basically, let's say you go in there, you do your business. And then, like, it's not your responsibility anymore. Like, I feel like it's great if it's a public toilet. You've still got to flush it. You've got to flush, that's fine. But I just mean, like, for example, if you're like, oh, it might smell. So what? You're out of there. It's not your toilet. <laughs> or, like, I just don't, I don't understand why people don't like public toilets. I think some people think it's like, you know, you might get a disease. Obviously, you won't. Mm. the only thing that's bad is if you sit down I don't also people like squat over it I just sit down I don't care but the bad thing is if you sit down when you get up and you're like oh I don't feel like my bum is entirely dry that's, that's the, the worst, worst. I don't know that. that is absolutely disgusting that's the only issue I have but like I've like I kind of wanted to ask about using toilets at work mm. how people yeah. feel about that because I've worked with people before so I've worked in schools for a couple of years and sometimes the toilets that staff, I've worked in places where the staff and the students use the same toilets. And that was like as an anti-bullying measure to have like unisex, mm. you, like whatever, toilets. Um, and so I had a lot of teachers who refused to use the toilets. Basically, they were like, they said they never want to use the same toilets for the kids. They don't want the kids seeing them come out of the toilet, blah, blah. They were really stressed about it. And they said like, they, you know, so they would never like defecate at work. And they said like they wouldn't leave the house in the morning until they'd done a shit basically mm. um, because like they didn't want to have to do it at school but can you imagine every morning being like well I don't know maybe you guys really are so regular that you could do that but like every morning being like okay well I kind of need to leave for work but I've not done my shit yet so well, I've, I've got a former colleague who never defecated at work and had never used a public toilet because she has some kind of iron bowel ability to just you know she doesn't Ever. I don't think she has like an urgency ever like she's mm. always able and I don't know at what personal cost that is or like cost of comfort but she we had a conversation where she was like I can't believe these animals that defecate at work it's so disgusting like she just thinks anyone who does that is foul because she's never had to but you know I just thinks that everyone else is you know we just it's like we're like you know rabbits going I, around I have a doing friend who a does that but out of repulsion rather than super strength bowels but I don't, I don't know, just back to the work thing. When I when I had my first day at a new school, um, I, my mentor was showing me around because it was during my PTC and she shows me to the loose um, and I thought that she was showing me to the loose because I might want to go to the loose. So I go in and go to the loo and she also goes to the loo. So one of our first interactions is hearing each other pee and that was actually a boundary that I did not want to cross at that point. Mm. That's very strange. Do you think she was just saying, I'm going to a loo, I'll be back in a second. I'm not totally and you sure interpreted that, that as, come in, we'll be like piss sisters. So my office piss actually, um, it's a it's an ethical building. So it's like an eco building and it's full of charities and they try and do a lot of things that kind of fit in with their social values. And one of those things is based around toilets. And I think that like toilets are very gendered places often and people get very upset about that and have like quite strong opinions um, because it is very intimate, like going to the toilet next to someone when you think about it. But we have sort of gender neutral toilets for everyone and they're very like individual with like a full door and that kind of thing. Um, but it does mean that, you know, if you were someone who wanted to just have an all-female toilet, then that just doesn't really exist. Um 
and you know there's no place where you could go and just like do your makeup and kind of have like space without kind of having to go and like lock a door but why is it more weird to else? do your makeup when there are men in the room uh well it's it's not a room they're just individual toilet rooms so like there's no kind of there's not like a space where you could kind of go and stand and do your makeup with then toilet rows like there's just individual toilet doors yeah that you would have to lock so like there's no kind of like there's no washroom um if you see what i mean um i think that would make me more comfortable yeah so i think in a way it's really good but i find that um you know it means that say you're a guy you're going and using a toilet there'll be like you know, you would you would go somewhere where there's going to be a sanitary bin. So there must be some men who've like never really seen that and are like, "What the hell's that?" And I I don't know whether they're like comfortable with that, but I would definitely like think that's you know a good thing rather than definitely. a bad thing. But It'd at the be, same time, yeah. I actually don't really enjoy using toilets that guys use that much either because there's more likelihood that there's like piss on the floor because there aren't urinals. So I in my house I live with I don't know five men or whatever. I've shared a toilet on my floor. I share a toilet with several men. I don't actually don't think it's a problem. I've never experienced a problem with them. But maybe I live with people who are more respectful. Think about others. how dirty people are in an office. Like people treat. Think office... about how dirty my house is. Like you know. <laughs> but like I don't. But like toilet-wise, I think people hold it together. I quite regularly just use the men's loos when when there's a spillover from the women's and there's a queue for the women's and none for the men's. And I'll just go into the men's, like in in bars or. But sometimes when you open the door, there's a man standing at your urinal and they are shocked to see you. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not. <laughs> and that's also like an example where men might find that quite like unfair and a bit, you know, they don't want women just walking in being able to see their penis. I think that's like a reasonable thing to be upset by that. I guess they don't know I'm short-sighted, so... <laughs> just <laughs> get a sign. Saying. But I think that's another thing, though. Like, so we're all embarrassed to do certain... Like, okay, so are you embarrassed to go to the toilet with someone? Are you embarrassed for them to hear you go into the toilet? Because yes. think about how different it is for, like, girls versus boys, especially in, like, a urinal situation. They just stand there, like, total dicks out. Yeah. You know? Which we don't have. But I think... I don't. I love chatting while I'm weeing. Like, I think some people find it really awkward. If I'm weeing, I'm happy to chat to, like, my friends in the cubicle next to me or whatever. I think when it gets to... If it's beyond a wee... That's when yeah. that's when things start to change. So yeah, I don't I know. Have, I've defecated in front of a friend, but not I on purpose, right? Done that. It was yeah. It was it just. It, I was doing a wee, and it just you know when you're like it's just both both happening. Um, but anyway, like that was unintentional. I didn't really mind. Um, like we were in a toilet. It wasn't like you know we were outside or something. But um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I I do find it quite embarrassing, and I think I can get quite. Tent. So, for example, Leo, your house, your toilet, mm. as you know, is <laughs> right off your kitchen, and yeah, people literally sit this, next yeah. to the door. Mm. Um, and if there's no music on, like yeah. when people come round to my house, I think I'm quite considerate of other people feeling awkward. And if I've got Unlike guests, like some people, that's what I'm hearing. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. If I've got guests and like someone's going to the toilet, mm. and I feel like they might be quite self-conscious, or we might be able to hear them, put music on. I'll put music on as quickly as possible. But then it's obviously. Really music to cover up the pee. But I just think people want that. Um, because, you know, some people don't care, but some people mm. do. And I actually, like, for my friends, there's no reason for me to care. But 
but if it's someone I don't know, then it can be a bit embarrassing. So just to make um, this clear for the listeners, my bathroom is next to the place where, because I don't have a sitting room. And so people generally commune oh, okay. in the kitchen, which is next to, like, you can hear the toilet from it's there. It's just right there. Like, but you know what? I think I've maybe kid myself, but like people can't hear you. Like, really? I think I've just tripped myself into being definitely like, maybe can. they can't hear you. But now you've confirmed that people definitely can. <laughs> yeah. I think in those yeah. kind of situations, though, like weeing, I don't mind if people hear me wee. Mm. And something we, you can we could all do is turn a tap on but that's wasteful of water but if yeah. you panic just to get you started get the tap on for a second yeah. I know that toilets in Japan have that function where they make the noise of yeah, running water yeah. so you can like pee with that but if it's anything beyond a pee again I put toilet paper down that's also wasteful but I put that down to cushion any yeah, sounds yeah. that hadn't occurred to me that to do that I do that but then you just get a horrible splashback and there's nothing worse than being in a public toilet and feeling like, if you don't cushion, even if you yeah, can aim even it if you're towards the wee. side, and then you don't get splashback. Aiming, oh, gross. <laughs> I never thought about aiming. It's like I mean, but then you might how have are you to... sitting? Right, there is so there are two ways that I sit on the toilet, which is the regular way or a squat. Yeah, so that's another thing. Squatting, mm. I can't get round that. Yeah, I actually find it a lot easier to poo that way. I think that's how people are meant to poo. It's yes, meant to be better for all you. those things that are like you've been pooing wrong this whole time. Like all those articles, yeah. I actually refuse to read any of them because it annoyed me that they were. I find that. it so uncomfortable to squat. I really tried to get into it, like in India and in China, and I just mm. found it really uncomfortable. Do you feel like you might fall over? I feel like I might fall over. I feel like. It's, it uses like muscles, so you're like not necessarily able to relax. And I think the relaxation is like, you know, it's the best if thing I relax, about it. I isn't don't it? poo. That's the thing. Like, but you should, but I think it's not meant to be like an effort to do it. It's not, it's not if you squat. But also on the topic of China, in, especially in the countryside, not so much the city anymore, but in a lot of places in the countryside, it'll just be, like, you know, the floor ones, and then they'll have a small wall. So you can actually have eye contact with the person pooing next to you. Yes, I absolutely hated it. Mm. It was horrendous. Yeah, that <sighs> didn't bother me at Did all. Did you stare people out? <laughs> no, no, because you tend to not look at them, but you could. Like, like once I went to my friend's house, and she, to, in, to her parents' house in the countryside, and, well, like, I, they have very, like, in that village, or maybe more generally in China, they had very different, like, privacy things. So, like, I slept in a bed with her and her mother, which, uh, and I'd only just met her mum. And that was, like, a very normal thing to do. But anyway, I went to pee in her house, and it was, like, round the back, and they were just, like, holes in the ground. And um, so I went round, and then Sonny just sat down next to me and peed at the same time as me. Mm. And that's just, like, that was just, like, in there, there wasn't even a wall. It was just, like... So I think in a lot of places in the world it's more of a social communal like but there's a safety imperative as well in certain places where mm. like you're you're having to go outside if you've not got running water like you're going a little bit further away it's dark you don't want to be on your own you need to take someone help you with a light or whatever like there are re like loads of really important reasons why it might be more of a social event but like day to day here when I'm like in the UK it wouldn't occur to me to kind of like just go to the toilet in my flat with the door open so my flatmate could see me I would mm. feel like that was just a huge like line that you know he would he would find like actually distressing you know? on, on a kind of safety and also previously we were talking about unisex toilets I think it's kind of important to talk about as well for like transgender people how yeah. like bathrooms can be a real kind yeah. of scene of I don't know, stress or abuse and things like that and like, yeah. you know, there are kind of campaigns called like I'll go with you and things but so like you know kind of a safety of going to the toilet with someone and that's why it is actually really important for a lot of people to have unisex toilets 
because then it's not a, a space where they're going to feel judged or and like they don't belong there. Or. I do think that's a really good thing about the fact that we have them at work. Um, but I do find that I feel quite safe knowing that there's like a toilet that's say like a space for women and you could go together. In terms of peeing in front of people, like in terms of like a love interest or a partner, mm. I actually quite often would pee in front of someone else and not think anything of it. Also have had people like pee at the same time as me in some sort of like romantic double pee situation. I think you can try and <laughs> like, yeah, you can imagine what I mean. But I think, yeah, beyond a pee, I wouldn't do it. And also no. if you need to pee sometimes, okay, so like what, no, you know, we've all like not mentioned this issue. We've talked about peeing, we've talked about pooing. The kind of, not middle ground, but farting. That's also something you don't want yeah. to do in front of someone. Can I just say that you two ruled off like pooing in front of other people very quick. And I just want to say for listeners that maybe that's not that weird. And I have a friend that I always poo in front of. And actually, if we're having a conversation, we won't like stop that conversation if one of us needs to poo. But we'll do you mean just like go into the room and then poo? But you mean not like just pooing in front of in front of a friend, is it? I mean, you. I feel like you're you've pooed in front of a lot of different people in your life. Like not really. Like I'll poo like outside and stuff. Um, but no, no, it's like it's a specific relationship. When you say pooing in front of her, do you mean like that person's in the room with you talking to you like face to face? Or do you mean like the door's shut but you keep on talking? No, no, we're in the same room. Okay, mm. I don't know how good I would feel about doing that. But you know, that's obviously, it's, it's all personal choice. And yeah. why is it so much worse? I guess, why is it worse? I guess it's potentially noisy, potentially smelly. I, I think it is just the... The noise and the smell and the maybe like um, it's the like the vulnerability of it because it's losing your mystique in a way of, you know, there's something maybe a bit unsexy about it. Like you kind of like to. Yeah, my legs like flat down refused to like engage in any um, two and two pooing situation. He just wouldn't do it. So for me, that is a line. And it's kind of like having a little bit of distance and not being too close because you can spill into like a brother sister style, like more friendship and it's less like sexy. And then you kind of, you've, you know, everything about them, you've seen everything. And maybe then you stop kind of acting in a different, like to me, it sort of becomes different. And I find it hard to go back to the sort of like, I'm sexy and I'm putting my sexy outfit on and not just be kind of, I'm being a bit silly and I'm going to fart in front of you. One of the nicest times and most horrible, but in terms of our relationship Mm. with my ex-boyfriend, when he took care of me when I got really sick um, and that was a poo thing, but he like, I don't know, he he would just like, he like cleaned up the bathroom while I was passed out and stuff. Like for me, like obviously that's disgusting, but like that's an incredible mark of like yeah. love and devotion. And it's just yeah, amazing. Yeah, totally. Um, is there anything else that we want to have something? So I'm going to put it out there. So like, I don't feel like I need to use anything, like especially whatever, like anything extra than having like a normal shower and stuff. But obviously, what I'm thinking about is, let's say you know you're going to be getting into a sexy scenario. <laughs> obviously, like, extra wash everywhere. Like, all the key areas, you're, like, a bit more thorough. Power shower. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking about up the bomb showering. Like, you know, quite forceful. What, <laughs> like, inside? No, no, but just, like, making sure your bum's clean, all those things. But what I'm thinking about is, let's say you're, like, on a date or whatever, or someone's around your house, you need to go to a toilet prior to some intercourse. My big worry is sometimes, like, you've gone for a piss, you've had a mm-hmm. wipe, obviously, fine. But then my worry is bits of tissue. Like, that's, like, the number one fear. Yeah, yeah. Um, I personally think if I know I'm going to be 
engaging in some kind of sex situation, I have to go to the toilet beforehand because I've got to have a wee anyway because it's so painful having sex when you need a wee, in my case. And I always have a little check, but I normally quite like to take a spare pair of pants and put clean pants on. See, this is another thing. It links to, like, hair removal. We talked about that a lot and being natural. But it's I do think it's harder to spot things like that if you've got a lot of, like, pubic hair. It doesn't mean that you're less clean, but it's, like, maybe it's harder to, like, tell if just too relaxed about these things? I think you're really relaxed. But, but, but not too... There's no too relaxed. It's yeah, good to be it's relaxed. fine. That's good for you. It's, yeah, I think that is good. I think people can stress out about these things too much. I think now I've kind of initiated a real with, like, love interest where it's, like, if... I'm going to be going anywhere near anyone's bum. Mm. They need to have a shower beforehand. Because I've had some bad experiences and oh, I just like yeah, but I feel like it's important to it's, say. You should talk about just, it. It's important to but be clean for, for your, your health. It's important for your health because, you know, there are um things like salmonella and stuff. I think I think <laughs> we've actually hit a point with with Leah where she can't handle it, She's which is amazing. Collapsed. As a person who's like, I talk until people get disgusted and then I stop and now she can't handle it. Her face She's is like, What red. do you mean? What have you done? Who did you why? Eating poo. That's you can get sal- you can get salmonella or like you could get an an, an upset stomach from you know oh poking about is something that, that is unclean. Ah, um, we've hit the point. I That's think for a good me, it's on, like you know, for, yeah. yeah. I think for me, it's like just the consideration of your partner. But honestly, a fresh pair of pants makes big difference. If you, especially if you've been in the same pair of pants all day, like I find that I just feel like I could do with a little changeover. But I think yeah, it's a I'm line a between young woman. What can I say? <laughs> it's a line between like consideration for your partner and like being relaxed and not being stressed about it, and you know, don't worry too much. Um, so I feel like this has been quite a boundary pushing episode. Right, thanks so much for listening. Thank um, you. If you've got any thoughts about your own bodily functions and how you feel about them, we'd love to hear it. You can email us at fairlyswomen at resonancefm dot com, um, and you can also find us on Twitter. We're at VLW Radio, and we're on Facebook too. So thanks very much, and we will see you next week. Well, you'll hear us next week. <laughs> Bye. 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 This program was brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. Visit our website at resonancefm.com to hear our vast range of original 24-7 broadcasts. Resonance is a not-for-profit broadcast platform and relies on public support. If you like what you've heard, make a secure donation at resonancefm.com.